Hello and welcome to Top Gun Minute. It's a daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and hopefully not get put in hack in the 1986 movie Top Gun. One butt reaming minute at a time. I'm your pilot, Brian Boucher, call sign Kaboom. And I'm your Rio, Roger Cooter Wistar. And returning for the last time this week is our wingman, Alice Lauren, call sign Princess. Uh, hello, hello. Ready to go to Miramar? Well, not in this minute, but oh. close. <laughs> Well, somebody has to go to Miramar. We've somebody established has. that, Brian. Yes. Stinger is in a bit of a fix. All right. So minute 15 begins with Stinger revealing the taxpayers own that plane. And it ends with some name calling. <laughs> this is one of my favorite minutes of the movie. This, yeah. is, this is James Tolkien's Oscar clip. If it was submitted to the Academy, this would be the minute that they would submit. He is so great in this minute. I, I, I don't even know. Like, where should we begin? Mr. Strickland. I mean... AKA Stinger reprimanding these slackers is serious, but pretty hilarious at all, all the same time. So I would say, I mean, I know you, I know you like calling James Tolkien, Mr. Strickland all the time. And oh, yeah. I get, I, I get the reference. Yeah. I feel like, so one of the things that I noticed in this minute is it's different. I mean, like in back to the future, his move is to just constantly disparage um, Marty, just, just to put him down, make him feel as low as possible. I don't get this. I don't get that sense from from Stinger in this minute at all. In fact, we get a lot of instances in this minute where he is openly praiseworthy, uh, at least of Maverick. Right. Um, I almost get the sense that he, he. I think he holds Maverick. I think he has a lot of respect for Maverick and just finds him to be maddeningly frustrating. Yeah. Well, he's a good pilot. Just is. It's his his attitude. He he doesn't follow rules, but he's a good pilot. He likes to kind of give him a slap on the wrist a lot, obviously, because let's discuss this list of offenses he's got. Number one, he's been busted. Hmm. What does that mean? Well, he's been, so it it sounds like he's been promoted to section leader three times and he's lost his section leader position every time, which I have done in my notes. Like if you get re-promoted to the same leadership position after losing it twice previously, you must be doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got put in hack twice by Stinger. So, Alice, do you know what it means to get put in hack? Like a, I'm trying to think of how to put it, like a detention kind of equivalent? Yeah, that's exactly what it means. So, Maverick has done something twice Mm -hmm. that's been so bad that it sounds like Stinger's had to put him in whatever the Enterprise uh, counts as a brig on the ship, Mm -hmm. like twice. What do we think that Maverick had to do to get put in hack? When they talked about was it Admiral's wife or something something well, i don't no, even know oh no that, that'd be for something different oh no. so, so some womanizing yeah so a high-speed pass over an admiral's daughter but that couldn't <laughs> have happened on the ship no what did he do on the ship to get put in hack maybe talked back had an attitude okay so that's possible insubordination yeah, yeah. like yeah. i could see him cutting some corners for sure but i had in my mind like maybe drunk and disorderly yeah like maybe some night where like uh you know, they're off duty, things get out of hand, and like, you know, a fight breaks out in the officer's mess because two guys are loaded and they just start taking swing. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. And I'm sure there's such a strong, you know, conduct policy, you know, as, as well. And I mean, you can't, 
obviously, I mean, obviously you can get drunk, but I mean, there's certain things, you know, drugs are a no-no. There's different things of conduct, even when you're off duty. I mean, whatever he got put in hack for, it wasn't enough for him to lose this. Yeah. Right. Like if he was, if he was drinking while behind the stick, I don't think they would have let him back up in a, in a Tomcat. Maybe he was, it's what I'm thinking. He was, he had been drinking, but there's like a, a time limit. Like you have to be a, like, I think it's eight hours from the time you can drink that you have to be sober before you can get into the pilot seat. Oh, so maybe he was, you know, too far in it and he tried to get in and then they like, Hey, we got to put, you had to stop him, put him in the brig just so he doesn't try to go get in his plane. That is, that is, that is a really good hypothesis, right? Hmm. Uh, but, maybe but, you get, maybe get put in hack in that for that stingers. Just like, you know, put this guy, put this guy in hack until he dries out. Yeah. Kind of like a, a drunk tank, but even though he's not drunk, he's just still not blowing a zero point, you know, point zero. You know? Yeah. Something like that. It says he has a history of high speed passes over five air control towers. Yeah. This is definitely Chekhov's air control tower. Yeah. In this minute. There's actually, there's a lot of foreshadowing in this. Very we get much. the thing about the air traffic control. We get the comment that's going to come later on about how Maverick's name, family name isn't exactly the best in the Navy. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so we're going to, we're definitely going to see how many more. So there, we're going to get two more air control towers in this, in this rest of this movie. Or three, no three. three, right? Three. So his t- his total is going to climb to eight by the end of. The- yeah. And then one admiral's daughter, Penny Benjamin. Hmm. Yes. Should we? So should we talk about the fair maiden, Penny Benjamin? Sure. Do we think so? I guess my question is: Do we think this is the situation is on the up and up, or is this sort of like an Indiana Jones and Marion Ravenwood type situation where Maverick was just way too old? Ooh, well, I didn't think about it that way. What did you think about this whole comment, Alice? I'm curious what you think about Maverick making a high-speed pass over one admiral's daughter. Does this mean that he flew too close, like he'd been flying too close before? I was like, what? No, I think this means he's making a romantic pass at an admiral's daughter. I see. No, I just, I think, I mean, wouldn't that be, at least it would look a bit disrespectful to the admiral, I guess? I don't know. That's a weird... I don't know. I don't want to think that it's like she was too young or something. That's. I mean, it, like, it's not. It's not technically against the rules, right? No, I like. No. I. Yeah. I know that the the I'm sure the Navy frowns on sort of like people within the Navy fraternizing with each other. Um, but like, unless she was also in the Navy, I don't see what's wrong with this particular. Situation. Unless mm-hmm. she was underage, or uh, maybe the admiral just didn't like him. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say maybe he just made a stink. He just didn't like him. Yeah. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem like Maverick has to work really hard to get his to get superior officers to find him to be highly annoying. Yeah. You know? Oh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think his punishment should be right now for what he done on the plane or out with Cougar? I mean, should he be grounded? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, uh, grounded for a bit for sure. Should he get some kind of a punishment like a, you know, uh, when we saw that military law book in his office? I mean. Think he was looking through there and maybe he found a the UCMJ, which is the the code of military justice. Uh, it's basically the law book for the military. Yeah, they have what's called articles. You ever heard of an Article 15, Alice? No, I don't think so. Is that if you get court-martialed for insubordination? Well, an Article 15 is a a non-judicial punishment. It's where you get in trouble and you could be for an enlisted 
person could be discharged, like a, a like a administrative discharge. discharge. They're not going to Article Fifteen Maverick no. just for doing this. No. What he did here, no. But Plus, or, does does that does Article Fifteen apply to officers, commissioned officers too, or just enlisted people? It, it it still it can apply to officers, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I was asking about that in a previous minute, but I mean, I think Stinger would like to throw this big red book at Maverick, mm-hmm. but he can't, right? Because like if nope. if he if he punishes Maverick, then he's gonna have to he's gonna have to send his third best pilot to. Me. Do you think that he would have been treated worse if it was a worse outcome? Like you know, if Kluger had tumbled into the ocean, and that was that. I think it would be. I, I think it, the hammer would come down harder for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it probably would have been harder for Stinger to explain to the folks at Miramar, like, yeah, I'm sending you this guy who somehow managed to help one of his, to help his squadron member crash into the ocean. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, that's my best guy. I promised you he's the best. It was an accident. Yeah, he tried, he did something reckless and it did not pan out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining some scene in like the officer's mess somewhere where like the, the third best pilot and by the oh. way, like, do, does, does Stinger really, ha- like, do we imagine that Stinger has, like, a depth chart, like, on an NFL team? He's like, oh, well, That's it was Cougar. A draft. Now it's Maverick. Who's, like, can you just imagine, like, the third best guy is like, oh, I'm going to get to go to Top Gun. Maverick's going to get busted. Cougar just washed out. And then he yeah. finds out, oh, oh dang it. <laughs> I have to wait some more. Come on, Puma. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I don't even, I don't, we don't, we're never going to. We never find out about anybody else on the Enterprise besides these yeah. two guys. Yeah. Um, and yes. I'm assuming that none of the, it would be a weird random chance if any of the other guys who show up at Miramar are also on this ship. I don't think that they are. Yeah, I don't believe so either. So um, I want to know what Goose did. Why, why is Stinger calling him an asshole? And, and ask him, saying he's lucky to be here. I don't think he did anything. I think Stinger is just monumentally pissed off right now. And he's just like, yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna knock this guy down a peg and just kind of, I'm gonna unleash my anger on Goose because I don't feel like Maverick, I, I don't feel like Maverick. I think it's easier to dump on. Yeah. Now that I know that he was Gilbert in Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> I now want to see Revenge of the Nerds like be on like the Top Gun. You know, that's like I just, now I just picture you know he's just Gilbert and being yelled at and. I now I always want to see whatever his name. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if Goose were flying on a plane with Robert Carradine with Lewis? Robert Carradine. <laughs> would you other, Would you like name. to imagine like a Top Gun with those two guys in a plane? <laughs> that would be fantastic. With Booger, yeah. Oh, Booger. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Booger. Booger would be Merlin. Oh my god! <laughs> if, if everybody from Revenge, that movie is entertaining. It's yeah. hugely problematic. It's certainly, oh, yeah. uh, it's certainly oh, yeah. of its time, charitable and say that, but yeah. it's, it's, Very it's fair. got, it's got its moment, but I mean, I guess we do. So since you brought up that particular part, Brian, I guess uh-huh. this is another piece of foreshadowing that I guess it didn't occur to me. Cause we're going to see a scene later where it's very clear to goose. It's very clear that goose feels like he's not exactly distinguishing himself as a pilot. I mean, it, it's as a, as a, as a Rio like it's not like he doesn't deserve to be there, but at the same time, he knows that he's not tops on anybody's list. Right. Now, I, I want to make, comment on this because we, we were talking about a uh, Tom Cruise's height earlier. 
Yeah. Uh, so James Tolkien is actually is actually five foot six. And Tom Cruise is five foot seven. So he's actually it, only an inch shorter. And he looks and, little. Yeah. Yeah, he is looks he, he looks very tiny. Is mm-hmm. he slouching hard in this minute, or are those two of those other guys just on risers? I, I I'm guessing that Tom Cruise is wearing his risers in yeah, his and, shoes. Anthony doesn't need to. He's, no, he's, he, just... he's I got down. He's Anthony Edwards is six four. So okay, that checks out. So if let's just say Tom Cruise is wearing six inch risers or platform shoes or whatever he's wearing to make him look to be about you know six inches shorter than Anthony Edwards instead of you know what is that nine inches shorter mm-hmm. you know but it looks makes James Tolkien look like he's four foot tall yeah because <laughs> everybody knows that Tom Cruise is super short. Well, I was he- gonna say, why did they make that? I don't know, not really necessarily a casting decision, but why did they make that decision? Don't you want to have that superior that is taller, that is, you know, that that, that looks commanding? (laughs) No, you would think so. Yes and no. So, I mean, I think there's something about this. I think think Top Gun has, I think Top Gun takes Stinger seriously, but not that seriously. Yeah. I mean, they give him some pretty funny lines in this minute, and everything he says in this movie, both in the beginning part and then when he shows up again at the very end, like it's all just a little bit over the top. Um, I appreciate the fact that even though he's six inches shorter than Top Gun, he absolutely like I guarantee you he could intimidate every single person on the ship. He has a commanding presence regardless. Yeah, of he his does. Height. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know that like as we were talking, you know, he's in Back to the Future and Michael J. Fox is five foot four. He's actually two inches shorter than james tolkien and there's that iconic scene where they're in the, the hallway and they're nose to nose with each other and you know they look like they're the same height i just i always like to compare that scene with this scene hey before we get back to stinger and maverick i just want to point out something i never noticed until i watched this minute real close um mm-hmm. goose is a christian yes i didn't oh. realize that until i saw that he's wearing a little cross around his neck yeah which is against the rules you can't wear a necklace around your the only thing, the kind of necklace you can wear in the military when you're in uniform is your dog tags. Is that, again, just so that you don't give any superfluous information to the enemy if you get captured? Or are they just trying to reduce any possibility of people individualizing themselves? Yeah, both. It's actually kind of both. Yeah. Yeah. But Anthony Edwards decided to wear it. That was just his personal choice. And they allowed it. It's an interesting plot detail because it's not going to impact the rest of the story in any way. Yeah. We'll talk about those uh, flight uniforms later on down the road. All right. Fair enough. I love his uh, his answer when when Singer asks him what he's doing here. And, you know, he, he says, I just want to serve my country and be the best fighter pilot, sir. <laughs> that's like a, that's a very asshole-ish saying to say. You're just trying to be in a suck up, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah I got that's not how I, that's not how I read his response. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the the way that I viewed Maverick in this minute is I think I think certainly by the time we get to that point he realizes that he's in trouble and honestly he's kind of behaving at this point like you know who's being dressed down by his dad and realizes he he better he better tell his dad what he wants to hear. Yeah, that's that's what I felt. I I don't feel like he's throwing this back in Singer's face at all. If anything, I feel like he's trying. He sort of has his tail tucked between his legs. Well, I figured he's saying that, you know, kind of the same thing, but brown nosing a little bit because he knows that, hey, I've got all these other things that you've caught me doing 
and you just gave me a slap on the wrist, you're probably going to give me a slap on the wrist again. I'm just going to give you this you know, quick line that it's kind of not fabricated. It's been every pilot says that, you know, when they, that's what you say when you join the military, why you want to join the military? So I can be the best. So. And serve my country. That's what serve, he says. I want to serve, my country, serve my country, be the best, be the best pilot I can be. Yep. Um, which I think makes Stinger's response, you know, so like I said at the beginning of this, when we were talking about this minute, Stinger has respect for Maverick and like the way that he talks to him, like you would think if, if he felt insulted by Maverick's reply, that he would just continue just laying into him, but he doesn't like he, he really, he turns the conversation around and actually, so this is where we get sort of a little bit more exposition dump from James Tolkien. He says like, you know, you're a hell of an instinctive pilot, maybe too good. Like it's, it's sort of, it's backhanded praise. It's certainly some foreshadowing for what's going to happen in the future, but like, he's not, he's not totally down on Maverick. Like this, this whole exchange could have gotten way worse for Maverick and not just because Cougar turned in his. Right. <laughs> I love James Tolkien's face acting in it too. I just want to say that yeah. he does an amazing yeah. job. Like if, if you scrub ahead to second 50, 50, was it like 52? Like what he's doing with his face and his hands. I love it. Oh yeah. When you start out. I can't believe I have to do this. Yeah. He's like, uh, I know I'm going to get, in tr I'm probably going to get, if I get caught, I'm probably going to get in trouble. I'm probably going to be in big trouble for sending you to Top Gun because you are too reckless. You have too much of a laundry list of bad things you've done. You know, why, why do you get to go? I like their little look to each other on, you know, we need to have, you know, we need to send you guys to, to Miramar or or to find someone to go to Miramar and they just that little like it's almost like you could just see the you know smile on the inside you know like oh it's gonna be us just we're in yes yeah. so I love that scene too I mean it's funny if you if you look at Tom Cruise and Anthony Edwards side by side like the they both make very different choices um, Tom Cruise actually doesn't look at Anthony Edwards at all he just keeps yeah. his face staring straight ahead but you can tell he's just like holding back just a you know right. what eating grin because he knows what's mm -hmm. about to happen but i love what anthony edwards does in this in this minute where he just like he just throws maverick like the quickest side eye like really we're in really yeah. oh boy that's great so what happens at miramar then what is that for well oh. miramar is top gun yeah well oh, Mir Mir miramar, oh that's right miramar yeah. is the base that top gun is at okay okay so what yeah. what stinger is saying is i've got to send one of my uh I've got to send one of my pairs of pilots to Top Gun. And unfortunately, it's got to be these two jokers. <laughs> I mean, this, so this minute is a lot of exposition dumping. And I guess that's why I just have to keep singing the praises of, praise of James Tolkien. He's got a lot of information that he has to give us in this minute. But the way that he, the way that he acts every line with just a healthy amount of overacting, yeah. um, it just kind of makes every part of it just really enjoyable. Before we have you plug your stuff, Alice, uh, I have a quick question. Sure. Because, okay, so Roger and myself are in our 40s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were fortunate to see these this movie probably, I, I know I saw it in the theater, but you just saw it this week yeah. for the first time, which I got thought was interesting. Like, you know, when we were, when we were kids and we were watching it, nobody really knew what Top Gun was, like the school. So when this movie came out, everybody's like, what's Top Gun? And even in the trailer, it doesn't say anything about the school. It just says, I'm going to, you know, it shows that little quick scene where it says, where Stinger says, 
give you your dream shot. You go up against the best of the best. So what did you, what do you do you know about Top Gun besides I, the, the volleyball seat? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I barely, I think I, I heard there maybe was a volleyball scene. I know I play like, well, actually, I didn't even know that it was from this, but I found out uh, that like in like the Cards Against Humanity game, the homoerotic volleyball scene thing, that's what that is. Got it. Cool. Um, I knew the, you know, I got a need for speed line, um, which, you know, that, that just seemed silly kind of not thrown in here, but it just, it, it was just, it wasn't as big and powerful as, you know, I thought that it was going to be as, you know, n- you know, growing up knowing, you know, th- that there are these quotable lines from movies. Um, so that was a little bit, a little bit strange. Yeah, I didn't know that Top Gun was a place. I I don't know. I'm trying to think back. What did I think Top Gun was? I mean, I guess I knew it was about planes, but, you know, what did I think that it was a Top Gun was about a, like a gun had something to do with this? I don't know. But yeah, I, I really came in not really knowing, you know, maybe hoping that it was a little bit funnier because that, you know, that the um, high five and the, I got a need for a speed thing looks super fun. So maybe I thought it would have some sort of fun to it. Nope. Nope. Not that, not that great. Just a lot of confusing flying. And I mean, there was a love story. That's kind of, that's the best part of it maybe, but yeah, all around, not, not a fan would not watch again <laughs> but what'd you think about that the, the chemistry between tom cruise and kelly mcgillis i thought it was kind of weird i <laughs> i it, it was i just i feel like the fact that you know he got her by singing a song and the whole group i mean that is crazy i if i was in a bar and a bunch of men came up to me and just started singing i mean maybe if they were really cute maybe but i think i'd also be really overwhelmed uh i don't yeah i don't know or if i think it was just some crazy person that came up and started singing at me you know um it's a, it's, it's a weird setup i think they fell for each other very very quickly and based on what nothing <laughs> so a little confused there well you're not the only person who had doubts about their chemistry when this movie came out i think yeah. that was one of the first pickups when they started doing uh test screenings and they actually did some reshoots. So there are some scenes that were not in the original cut of this movie because yeah. people just thought they did not click at all. Yeah, I remember reading that they had to reshoot because the test audience was like, we want a love scene. And they're like, okay. And it's interesting because I feel like I, I noticed that she had the hat on in the elevator and she had a little, it looked like a little bit of darker hair. And now I know why. That was so strange to me. I didn't notice that he had longer hair, but. I guess if I look back, I would I would see that they may have looked a little different then. Yeah, that was that was reshot five months after the yeah. initial shooting. All right, well, thanks for coming back and staying with us for the week. Uh, yes, Alice. thank you for having me. Yeah, it's much appreciated. One last time, give us a plug. Of course. So my Twitter is at Pod Socialite. My TikTok is at Podcast Socialite. And my Facebook is Alice Lauren. Let me know where you heard me and let's chat. Very cool. We'll see you next week. Ghost Rider, this is Kaboon requesting you to like and subscribe and share with your friends. If you could, please rate and review me on your favorite podcasting apps. You can continue the discussion on Facebook at Top Gun Minute Listener School. Find us on Twitter at Top Gun Minute Pod. Send your emails to me at Top Gun Minute Pod at gmail.com. 
you can find us and all your other favorite movies done in this format at moviesbyminutes.com. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, this episode pattern is full. <laughs>